early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became metahumanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called Shadowrunners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, the team was hired by an ultra-rich Johnson named Yuri to steal a boat from Jast Reclamation, owned and operated by Jast Columnar, a powerful dark mage and weapons dealer who allegedly runs a secret operation for producing Orichalcum, a powerful and valuable magic substance. The team accosted Balto Cuddle, Jast's suggestible head of security. After clam flipping him and smooching his wife, the team learns that Jast awaits their arrival. Lux's plan is to infiltrate Jast and do some recon disguised as Balto. We join the team now around sunset of the next day on the houseboat Mirage as they get ready to infiltrate the scrapyard and steal back Yuri's boat. Viv is preparing for their long and likely harrowing night by summoning a water spirit. Oh, and uh, Lash caught a cold. Get well soon, Lash. So Viv has been standing on the edge of the houseboat, summoning to the sea, because the sea is her mentor spirit. The water starts to churn lightly, and out of it comes a, a tiny wave that starts to look like the shape of a woman with really long hair, and her rippling hair covers her nether parts. It's the Venus. It's, yeah, she's, she, she's a water Venus. Uh, or more historically known as a, is it Undine or Undine? It's a class of Undine. mermaid. Yeah. Undine, yeah, there, there we go. Um, so she's a female water spirit who is obsessed with marriage. She immediately eyes TK. <laughs> not now. He's not not into it. <laughs> okay, I've summoned a water spirit, and she will be with us today. What does that mean, and like, what can the spirit do? So uh, there's astral combat, there's perception, unarmed combat, uh, concealment, confusion, which confusion may help us. Confusion is yeah. interesting. Engulf, so she can use a wave to cover somebody. Uh, materialization, movement, sapience, search, and the optional powers, we can choose from these <laughs> later, but accident, elemental attack, uh, guard, and weather control. Is, weather control could be tight. Yeah. 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 Is confusion on a target or on an area? I believe it's on a single target, but okay. we can check. Because I'm just thinking, everyone's going to have a gun in there. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have to do our Except best. Except for the dark mage who has demons. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So we have to do our best to and a hellhound. protect ourselves. And I think, yeah, mm-hmm. something with a large area, like the whole watch deck, we got to yeah. just like take care of them immediately mm-hmm. once we get in. Okay. Well, we have seven services. Just to give you a sense of like what a service is, um, it's like you can give it, a, since it's sapient, you can basically say like you have this goal and then it will work towards that goal kind of by itself. Also, one entire fight, like from going into initiative to going out of initiative, is counted as a service. One service. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Can this spirit die? Like, what happens to it? Yeah, it can be damaged astrally. And it can be banished. Someone else can be like, aha, I see you have brought a spirit to this fight. I banish it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fuck. Yes. Is there anything else that anybody wants to do before we leave? I put on my chameleon suit. And what is a chameleon suit? Uh, a chameleon suit is... As I think of it, is like a jumpsuit. It's like a zipper up tight jumpsuit, like kind of think Britney Spears and Oops, I did it again. Uh, except instead of being red and gorgeous, you just uh, it, it blends into the background. It kind of reads the background and depicts whatever the background is, so you look invisible. It's kind of like the. It's kind of like what Predator wears, right? I I don't know Predator. <laughs> Oh, imagine an animal that eats other animals. Yes, that it's like Brittany meets Predator is how I would pitch it. Is that also, I mean, that might be how I would pitch Lash? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right, I'm not alone here, right? Predator? Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Predator. Right. Predator. We're just not talking because we yeah. don't want to talk over each other. All right, cool. Uh, I think I want to materialize my spirit first. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh yes. Uh, which means for it to be able to touch the real world and affect anything, it needs to first materialize from the astral plane. And so that is spending one service of the seven uh, materialization. So all Viv does is touch her hands to her temples and the water spirit sort of sort of raises its arms up. It She can see it already, but it becomes visible to everyone else. <gasps> Dang. So as the water spirit becomes visible to everyone else, they see this woman shape with long hair, not really wearing any clothing, but because the water is running downward because gravity has now taken over. And uh, she has sort of sweeping arms that she just sort of keeps floating above the water as if she's trying to tread the air. And the water spirit leans down to TK in a flirtatious manner. He says, hey, how you doing? (laughs) <laughs> she giggles and Viv just shakes her head like he gives a thumbs up he's like man dare, just daring anyone else to just to say fuck with it <laughs> but yeah TK's just thinking like yeah we're gonna do some good fights me and this whatever water lady she got uh, a, she got a name though oh she doesn't have a name hmm should we come up? Should we come up with one? I was gonna right say now? TK strokes yeah, I mean, his chin and thinks about it. <laughs> we can go to the fantasy name generator. So here, I'm gonna read some. This is from the harpy name generator. Okay, great. Nyralis, Vo- Voliara, Silith. These sound complicated. Typhine. Ooh, Typhine. Kind of sounds like I Typhoon. Like There's also Mes- Mession. These are just Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon names. <laughs> uh, or or um, uh, French composers. Wait, so so a water spirit is just a Pokemon for a magician. Yeah. <laughs> she it just is, caught it out of the water, dude. It is not it is neither in her pocket nor a monster. True. Also, I think probably you would be dissuaded from catching them all. Hmm. Where are you going to put them? Much much to think about. Will Typhine listen when other people tell her or ask her to do things or is it just no. Viv? No, just okay. Viv. Are we good? Anything else? Mm, nope. Gabe is uh ready to take you off if you guys are ready to go. You should do it. 
the four of you, along with your spirit, make your way south towards the bottom of the Brooklyn Archipelago, back towards Sheep's Head Bay and Jast Reclamation. The sun is just about setting. You're going to get there just before the last barges make their way into Jast to drop off all of the metal uh, that, uh, that needs to be reclaimed. As you are making your way towards Sheep's Head Bay, you sort of start to see, like, like Gabe kind of struggles a little bit, and he sort of furrows his brow, and you start to hear this sound of water rushing underneath you. You can see that he's kind of putting the pedal to the metal, and it's almost like there is something that is stopping the skimmer from progressing, and it is it is at this point that you see actually another humanoid figure slowly start to raise out of the waters of the Brooklyn Archipelago. This is a much more diaphanous shape. Uh, it is just barely a human shape. Viv, you would immediately recognize this as your mentor spirit. It is my mentor spirit. And there's like a, a kind of pervasive yet whispery voice, and you hear, Viv doesn't really wince very often, but at this moment she is because to summon the water spirit in the beginning, she needed to call upon her mentor spirit to help her. And what she sometimes forgets is that the sea is a jealous creature and she is also a taxing creature. She wants uh, something in return most of the time. So every time Viv summons any water spirits, the sea will require something back. Your mentor spirit continues. Viv puffs up her chest a little bit and goes, yes, mother. Silently, the figure completely dissipates into mist. And suddenly, the skimmer can progress again. Viv never usually loses her cool, but she's like kind of bent over <laughs> and unfolding her knees and breathing very slowly. Lash says, looks over at Viv and says, don't worry, I got weird stuff with my mom too. I haven't visited in a while, and she's like, why can't you come back just for Thanksgiving? And I'm like, it's a long drive to Connecticut. <laughs> Lash, I don't think that's the same thing. Uh, I, I believe me, don't you don't, wouldn't get it. You're not a woman with their mom. It's a thing. TK says another water babe? <laughs> Viv, Viv, what is benefaction, and is she going to require something from all of us? No, it is only I who may have it. I may or may not need to give something back to the sea. Um, that's something to think about while you are completing your mission, is that if you are successful and you do end up having to pay some alms, as it were, your mentor spirit is going to expect something that is almost like 
a trophy or something of this. Or charity. Or charity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll let, let you decide what you think is appropriate. Cool. So as you guys approach Jast Reclamation, um, you do see under the golden sun and the quieting parade of barges that go through there every day, there are a few left. Uh, there's two in line to enter and there's two more you can just barely make out that are having their hull removed on these big cranes that are under Jast. You see as the light is dimming in the sky, the large sets of overhead LED lights that are in the cage that covers Jast blink on in order to cover the, the territory so that the people who work there can uh, can see and the people who guard it at night uh, have uh, have visibility. Let me know what you want to do. I'm going to go in, guys, as Balto. I'm going to see if I can get in, get a lay of the land. Uh, I'm going to specifically try to make sure that I could open the gates and uh Keep it open for when I get the signal from you that the boat is ready to go. What are you guys going to be going to be doing? We still have to figure out okay. which boat yeah, it is. Yeah, I think, can we take our skimmer in or should we just leave Gabe at the entrance? You are going to need Gabe to drive the boat. Unless you say otherwise, I think he would just he would just follow you in when you enter as a group, however you do that. But that's your plan to mm -hmm. put together. He will be able to have the skimmer pilot itself to a safe location if you do end up uh, moving from one boat to another. I think once we get in, we should either TK or Lash should work on going somewhere where we think security is headquartered and erasing us from security footage, things like that. Do some hacking. Yeah. They will follow along for protection cool. and concealment. All right, guys. See you on that big ass boat, whichever one it is. Whichever, whichever one, one it is. is. Lux, you get on your your jet ski and you head towards Jast Reclamation. And what you see is um, you have a couple barges in front of you that are being pushed by tugs. And uh, they're sort of being uh, let in one by one through the security gate. There's no additional entrance. So, you know, it's big enough that if you want to just try to scoot in alongside, you can see a line of other employee jet skis sort of lined up to the left uh, past where the entrance is. So it seems like they just go in through the front door if that's what you want to do. Uh, I'm just going to take my jet ski in the front door, and I am going to try to dock somewhere close to where I believe the building is that it controls gate opening and closing. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like there was a building mentioned that was sort of to the right of the main entrance way, and I might just kind of walk around there a little bit just to get a lay of the number of guards, stuff like that, things to relate to the team. So when you get in, um, the first thing that you're sort of surprised by is just how bad Jast Reclamation smells. Um, once you get closer and closer and then once you're inside, it's just this smell of metal and rust and it's just dirty and you can smell fire and you can smell like all of the world's materials being burned in this sort of hellish mishmash. Uh, and it's actually like a little overwhelming at first. As you get off your jet ski and you walk around, you do see a couple guards. They're not paying you any mind uh, from this distance. They're not going to question that you are Balto. Uh, you're not raising any suspicion. You do see huge piles of metal that seem like they've been pulled off of these barges by this giant crane. Um, it's like this kind of huge arm, huge, like grabby hand that's just 
grabbing stuff off of these barges, putting it into the side of Jast. Um, and there's also a, uh, you can see a, a warehouse that's missing a roof. And from there, you you hear um, it's machinery and it's... Like a foundry? Yeah, it's like a foundry. You hear m- mechanics and you hear construction sounds and it's uh, you have this bright, bright orange glow. Um. If you were to loop around to the other side of where you just arrived on the platform, um, you would get to, uh, there's like a, a, a guard's quarters. Uh, that's a small two-story building uh, that sort of stretches across the front and over the two entrances and exits. So there's, you know, maybe five or six different offices in this weird little building that's pushed up against the front of Jast. I'm going to try to get into those offices. Before I do, I want to see if I could get to the highest point in my general vicinity so that I can just pinpoint where I think guards are, things like that, just so I could quickly relay that to the team before I go into the office. Yeah, the highest point would be to go into the guardhouse. Guard yeah, and on the top floor of it is where the catwalk that rings all of Jast is. Okay. So you could go in, you'd go into the guardhouse, you'd go up two floors and basically exit to the roof of this building to get to the catwalk. Okay. Um, from where you are, you can see, including the guard that is in the guardhouse, who has his feet up on the desk uh, and is looks like he's just reading something, you can see four guards. Okay. Uh, and that's, uh, there's uh, one uh, above him on the catwalk. I see. And there's two to the sides. Okay. Um. So I enter the building so that I can try to get up on top of the uh, the catwalk and also just to double check to see if anybody will pay me any mind if I go in this building. Uh, Taylor, do you want to be the uh, every guard? I look around the room. Um, it appears there's just one guard sleeping. Am I missing anyone? Uh, no, there's no one else in this room. Um, he sits in front of a very old terminal. Uh, so there is like a, you know, there's a computer there of some kind. Um, is there any obvious... I think we got it. <laughs> oh, you sound like my wife. <laughs> my wife. Is there any obvious buttons or anything that would uh, that would be that would be gate control? Yeah, or? there's a big button labeled "fucking gate control okay, dog." Good. No, there's, there's a not? whole there's a giant multicolored okay. panel full of like right. levers and switches and buttons. Yeah. I mean, if you do want to see if we can hack it. Yeah, I'm just, I'll keep that in mind. You can, um, I mean, it is, yeah. it, like, there's a lot there, yeah. um, but I would say you could probably take several minutes mm-hmm. and figure it out. It's not rocket science, but it's not something that you immediately grasp. It would take you some time. Okay, I will leave that for later, and I'll continue up. As you go up, uh, it's a very sort of rickety metal staircase. Uh, Seems like it's been welded by the people who work here, and you come upon a very narrow and very long enclosed hallway. Mm-hmm. You hear at one far end, it sounds like uh, some people eating. It sounds like sort of general clinking sounds mm-hmm. and people talking. And at the other end, when you turn the other direction, you just see a couple closed doorways and you have another set of stairs going up if you want to continue. Continue up the stairs. As you get upstairs, you sort of have to climb. Uh, the last part of it is a straight uh, vertical ladder. And as you get up, you are looking at the boots of an orc guard who says to you, Oh, hey, Balto, what's, um, what are you doing here? Hey, man, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not feeling great. I, I left my meds. I'm somewhere around here. I'm looking for them. You haven't, you haven't seen any little orange bottle, have you? Oh, uh, little orange bottle? Uh, oh, shit, man. You know, anything we drop on the catwalk's gonna fall down. I know, that's what I'm afraid of. Hold on, I'm, I'm just gonna look around for it. Yeah, you don't look good. Yeah, I'll be all right. It's just, you know, it's my stomach. 
Oh, you know what? If someone found like a little <laughs> orange bottle full of pills, it's probably in the lost and found. I already checked there, but don't worry about it, man. I'm I'm just gonna tough it out. If I can't find them, get back on patrol. My wife's gonna kill me. That stuff is not cheap. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna go look over. Do you mind if one. I ask what kind of medicine are we talking about? Are we talking about the fun medicine? Um, it's just for an ulcer. So, uh, yeah. I anyway, I got it when I was 12, but you know. Welcome to being an orc, right? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm going to go check over the corner. I was standing over there the other day. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to make you roll for it. That was great. Yeah. That is good. Well, all right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I kind of get away from him a little bit as far as I can on the cat catwalk just so that he doesn't ask me any personal questions that I can't know the answer to. And I look out across the uh, Jazz Reclamation to see, to get a quick head count on guards to relay to the team. Uh, so you see that there is one guard stationed at every side of Jest. Okay. So including the guy that you just talked to, there are three other guards and then the one guard that's asleep in the in the shuttle in and the, then the shelter people below. Eating. And then whoever's eating, yeah. Okay. I do see that there's still one entrance and one exit. That's a very large entrance and exit, but it's on that side that we're on. And there's other catwalks on either four side of it of this very giant place that I could probably barely see the other side of. Or it's, is it it's pretty far. Okay. It's you can see it and you can yeah. see that there is a, a human figure, but yeah, it's a couple okay. thousand yards. So there's a total of Four awake guards with guns in their hands and, right now at Jazz Reclamation. And you are currently standing with a guard that is directly above the entrance and the exit. Well, uh, I uh, relay that to the team if it's safe to do that. I don't think this guy doesn't hear. He's he's yeah. not. He's like got his own thing going on. He's looking just looking out at the archipelago. <laughs> oh, copy. We're doing. He's TK's trying to do like an airplane pilot voice. <laughs> And he drops it immediately because he did roll, roll performance. Yeah. <laughs> no, keep doing it. Keep, keep doing, doing it. it. Keep doing Just it. do it. Just do it. Uh, we're doing okay over here. It's uh, all quiet on this western front. Uh, Gabe is stifling some laughter. It's pretty good, TK. Did you guys... Did you like uh, that? Did you, yeah, yeah. Are I, we relating? Yeah. Um, you, you need to tell us the weather. Nice. It's uh, looking like it's uh, 65 degrees and... Uh, that orc is definitely looking at you weird now. <laughs> Um, okay, did you guys get on the scrap ship? So, uh, you guys are probably, at this point, like, maybe 100 feet from the scrap ship that you want to get on. You are looking at a medium-sized white tugboat uh, that is pushing a large barge in front of it. Uh, and the barge is just covered in scrap metal, in, like, rusty, bent, you know, aluminum, steel, whatever. Okay. If you were to pull the skimmer directly up to the side of the barge, you would be able to get onto it with like a 10-finger boost, uh, but it would be hard for you to jump high enough to get to it. The tugboat that is pushing it is something that you could very easily board the rear of, but of course there are people on it. Do we know how many people are on the tugboat? Uh, you can make out one. Hmm. I think we should stealth the tugboat and yeah. then get Gabe to drive it. Do you want me to jump on the tugboat in my chameleon suit and then stab him with a narco jack? Sounds good to me. Put yeah. Him, put, him, put him right to sleep. Yeah. I could jump pretty high. I mean, but I could get onto the tugboat. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. But is it going to be questionable it, that our skimmer is going 
very close to the... Well, Gabe, can you send the skimmer away? Uh, it would be very easy for us to Let's... go around to the back, and yeah. just, if we're quiet enough, you know, it's the last It's the last boat, it's getting dark. Let's do it. Like, we can do it. We can do it stealthy style. I'm not gonna mess with stabbing or putting anyone to sleep, but if you can get rid of the captain, I can definitely drive it. Yeah, right. let's do that. Let's... I'm just thinking if I wanted Narco Jack Dib, I also have Gamma Scroll... Scopolamine? How would you say that? Scopolamine. Yeah, gamma scopolamine. Go with your heart. Because that stuff puts you to sleep. It it causes delirium, paralysis. Maybe that's the one we want. I think let's go with that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just do let's just do the sleepy thing. Sleepy time. Give me some sleepy time tea. Okay, great. All right. I'm I'm gonna board that boat. Okay, so we tell we tell uh, Lux. So uh Really nice out here on the water, and we uh, we're planning to heist tugboat. We're gonna see how well Gabe does. He does. He's got a bonus to anything involving sneaking. Gabe actually gets a lot of bonuses. Okay, hold on. Wait, so he's just hijacking this boat right now from our boat? What Gabe is trying to do is to expertly pilot the skimmer such that neither the sound of it nor the sight of it is ever directly in eye line with the uh, captain of the tugboat. And so he's kind of trying to like come around from the side and like only juice the motor when there's other sounds happening and reduce the wake so that there's no bobbing up and down. Uh, And he's also just trying to like angle the skimmer just in the right place behind this tugboat uh, so that if the guy happens to look over his shoulder, he doesn't see this like big, loud, fan-driven thing with couches strapped to it. And so um, Gabe is going to do a, because I'm the DM and this is my PC, (laughs) we're going to call this a difficult maneuver and a sneak test so that he gets a bunch of bonuses. (laughs) That's a lot of die. (laughs) Don't fuck this up. Can I glitch again? Almost. Did you just glitch? No, almost. almost though. But he did. He he did manage to do it. <sighs> like the wind, Gabe, very delicately. <laughs> like the wind po- pushing our boat forward. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe expertly nudges up against the back of this tugboat and does not alert the captain of it. Um, and anyone who wants to, uh, you have about a probably like thirty second window to jump uh, to step gingerly onto the back of this boat. TK hops on. I jump on. Viv follows, but stays still that her captain is kind of flailing like a like a tiny flag on a boat. Uh, I immediately head for the driver's seat of the boat. What is, this, what is that called? The captain's chair. We talked about this last time. It was, uh, Yuri was like, Cock- cockpit? Cock- yeah. Cockpit of boat. Yes. Uh, deck, I believe, is the, uh, uh, the, bridge. Bridge. the bridge. 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 Uh, Golden gate of boat. Okay, the uh, steering wheel of the boat. I immediately head for that. Can I get my dummy thick joke out of the way? For yes, me? please. Okay. I just needed to say the phrase dummy thick before we did some sneaking, <laughs> just so the clap of our ass cheeks didn't alert the guards. Was that, a, was, that was that at risk? Uh, TK's pretty thick, man. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Fair. He's got a All beefy right. booty. Okay. <laughs> Gabe also steps onto the tugboat and you see him sort of fiddle with some of his implanted gear and the skimmer disappears into the sunset. The water spirit uh, swims underneath the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a pretty old tugboat. It's in a pretty bad state of disrepair. It looks like it's been very well used, uh, but it's very clear from having seen the outside where you need to go in order to get to this, uh, in order to get to the man that's driving it. There's not a lot on the tugboat itself. It's just, you know, your sort of standard nautical accoutrements. If you, if you want a lifesaver, there's one hanging. Uh, there are some 
Um, there are some computer panels on some of the walls. You don't really know immediately what they are, but, you know, if you sort of look at them, if you look at their AR icons, it looks like it's, you know, navigation stuff. I tell Gabe, you got to take hold of this thing. What's what's I get in there? I whisper, you ready? <laughs> you can tell uh, just from looking at him that he's already sort of zoning out and trying to figure out how to get access to this boat that's not his. Okay. And uh, TK, TK sends a message to Lux. Uh, we're going in over and out. Let me know if you have any problems. Um, so, yeah, you are going to need to disrupt manual control in order for Gabe to take over uh, because manual control will override what he's going to try to do remotely. OK, so I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stab him with what's also known as nightshade. So I'm going to say it's that. I stab him with a nightshade and then I'm going to immediately try to start hacking it to the system to take it out of manual. No, I mean, if he stops, if he stops piloting it with his hands, uh, it, it, it goes the, the system knows and then Gabe will be able to get in pretty quickly. Okay, great. I'm just going to stab this Okay, thing. so yeah, it's just like a, it's an old human guy. Uh, he does not, he's like humming quietly to himself uh, and he does not see you coming. Uh, I stab him. Uh, <laughs> Where do you stab him? Uh, I stab him right in the neck to a big, I could see a big vein coming out of his neck and I stab him right in there. And see my wife and kids. <laughs> To get it straight into the I'm bloodstream. A nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Never done anything wrong. And stab. Just roll an agility. What's your highest? Is agility high for you? Yes. Yeah, just roll an agility for me just to make sure that you don't glitch. I, would this be a sneaking s skill? Yes. Yeah, use it. Yeah. Okay, so that's eight. <laughs> Eight, eight. Oh man, I, I think I think probably this very nice guy that's never done anything wrong is going down. He's not gonna die. That's true. No. He's, just, he's just taking a little nap. He's just taking a nap, and then the next hour it's truth serum. So he wakes up, and then he's just wacky dude. You know, you know, yeah, you got it. Uh, yeah, I'm just a nice guy. Never done anything. Ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really. Was it a? Was he a pelican? <laughs> <laughs> squawk like a seabird. It's got a squawk. I yell back to the team. Okay, we're good in here. Let's let's drive this boat. So Gabe comes in uh, and he gestures at the body and says, "We should probably find a place to hide that." And he <laughs> <laughs> TK's like looks just just looks overboard and is like, "Huh." <laughs> <laughs> Let, let you decide what you want to do with the body you've just made. And uh, yeah, he pilots the boat. He does not indicate that there is any trouble and the boat continues its forward movement without any problems. I was going to say, is there like a, a lounge area that we can just, like on this boat? Like, is there like a, a room? <laughs> we'll, we'll put him in the bathroom. I'm also, I'm going to take his comlink because then, am I able to access his comlink if I'm not him? Like, yeah. repeat, like can I see messages he's getting and stuff like that? For this guy, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So to take that. Uh, so I pick up the body and put him in a sitting position on the nearest toilet. You successfully put <laughs> an unconscious man on, in the head. And please lock that door. Uh, okay. Who can unlock it from the TK, inside? TK uh, just punches the lock <laughs> and just breaks it so uh, he's he, stuck in there. We'll say that it's jammed closed. Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, let's go back to Lux. So I need to get back down on the way i decide maybe i'll see if i can figure out where the mage is so i don't want to test my luck too much but just as i pass the other guard um on the way back down the ladder i just say ah couldn't find it anyway i think it may have dropped uh like you said, uh, I'll be seeing you. Um, you haven't seen Calamar, have you? See what? I, I don't want to be away from my post too long, but I do want to look for my medicine, and I don't want him to be 
Yeah, I'll come up for you, man. Well, thanks, uh, man. You do really, whatever you want. I'll just say, uh, I mean, like, you know. I, mean, I, really, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's okay to be sick sometimes. I mean, nobody's healthy all the time. Uh, you, you never take a day off. Thanks for thanks for covering, just in case. I, I, I think I may need to go. Um, home? No, no, I, I, I don't need to go home. I, I, uh, I may need to. Uh, Drugstore. No, I'll see you. <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway, nice one, bye. <laughs> Do you want me to call you a drone to take you home or something, man? No, I'm all right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I you just, don't look all right. Come I here, just, let me touch your forehead. You got a fever? <gasps> no, I'm okay, dude. Don't, don't. Uh, worry about he it. reaches out towards your face, and it, his hand is is coming towards. And your I cough on his hand really hard. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, I can see it from here, man. You got a tummy. Sorry. You got a tummy. You got tummy issues. I don't want to catch it. Uh, he steps back a couple feet uh, because, yeah, as as if to say, like, oh no, I don't need that. I'm nah. gonna be okay, dude. Just don't worry about it. All right, I'll I'll, I'll be seeing you around. And I walk back. To, I go down the ladder. So yeah, it's the same. Uh, you can see a couple offices off to one side, and you hear still some like light murmuring and eating sounds coming from the far end. I go. Back down to the room with the sleeping guard, and so I just uh, kind of walk outside, and then I I, I decide I'm going to go and uh, try my hand at, at kind of walking around, uh, maybe getting a glimpse at inside the foundry, see what I could see what I could see. Uh, so as you walk away from the guard's tower, you see the second to last barge and tugboat leave just empty, um, and you see the last tugboat and barge slowly make its way towards the entrance as it crosses through the through the threshold. Uh, you do hear a loud alert bell ring, uh, as if to say, there's someone here who needs help, uh, and this is the boat that y'all are on. So do you want to continue towards the smelter? So I hear an alert bell that said this this boat needs help, as yeah. in the SOS, or, or is it just a... Uh... It's like, alert, there's now, there's a new customer arrived, this boat is here, and okay. everybody... No, I, I kind of don't want, if anything goes down, I want to be able to cover. Like, if I walk back to the sleeping guard room, is he now awake? because there was an alert? He has woken up, and actually, on the boat, Gabe gets a request on the heads-up display of the tugboat for uh, the permission for dropping things off at Jast, and he turns to Lash, and he says, Comlink, I need the guy's Comlink. I need it. You go. You just, maybe please. No time for please. Uh, And you see him sort of frantically, like, he thumbs through this thing, uh, and you see some pairing happening with the boat, uh, and, you know, you see some messages fly off and go back and forth between him and the guy, and um, Gabe sort of relaxes a little bit. So I'm watching this whole process. I want to see what buttons he presses. Yep. So it's very clear, like a couple buttons to open up the first. There's like a lock in the mm-hmm. entryway uh, that opens. And then as the last boat enters into Jass, uh, you see him push another couple buttons to close the gate behind it. And the exit gate remains open. All right. He then starts to push a couple buttons on the keypad in front of him. And the big crane that is across the way starts to operate and starts to unload all of the metal that is on the barge uh, that is here. Excellent. I think... I think I've gotten what I needed from just seeing that process. Uh, yeah, since you have photographic memory, yeah. I'm going to say that it's you You would know how to close the gate. You would know how to start the sort of like grabbing motion of the crane. Mm. You do not know how to, yeah, I'm gonna operate to tell, I need to tell you what you don't know. So I leave and go check out the foundry. On the boat, you guys are inside Jast Reclamation. There's a bunch of metal being loaded off of the barge that's in front of your tug. What do you want to do, do? Sort of the perfect time to move because there's so much noise. Yeah. I say let's move and we have no idea what boat it's on. I think we need to just start figuring out one by one going should, on these what's, boats. What's the, what, we should head toward the boats. Yeah. What's the closest boat? So the closest boat, hold on, let me get up the list of boats. Boat list, boat list, 
Vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, vote list, The boat that you are the closest to is the one that is uh, rusted and has actually like holes in the hull and is up uh, like in the dry dock. Uh, So that one is just amongst a pile of debris that's probably like a couple hundred feet away from you further into Jast. Uh, The one that is the next closest to that is the one that is covered in drunken animals. Even though it is the next closest, it's still pretty far. And the one that is the furthest away is the one that's in the best condition, uh, which is in sort of like the the back left-hand corner uh, in a sort of circuitous route around all of these piles of of garbage and debris. I'm thinking the one with the holes isn't is in the boat because that's like because it got holes in it it's got holes on it i think the boat was stolen recently so it, it probably that doesn't sound like an operable boat so it's either the drunken animals or the other one i i say let's start with the drunken animals ones. it's still far away but Can, is it possible at this point to give do a quick call to yuri and ask him if he's got painted animals on his boat you already had a conversation with him oh, about right. which boat was his yes. and his response was uh, i don't know but it's definitely not the wooden one Oh, right. That's right. He doesn't. He doesn't. Know. He it seems as though he has not seen this boat in quite a while. So he owns a boat. He's never necessarily been on it or seen it. You don't. You don't okay. know. You, you have don't no know. Idea. But we know it's not wood. And after probably about five or so minutes, the barge that you came in on is maybe about like a quarter done being uh, unloaded. Oh, so we have a time limit. OK, cool. We'd start moving toward the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start moving to the animal boat. Are we taking the tugboat? Taking the tugboat. Because that's, that's where we are, right? We're, we're on the tugboat. Uh, yeah, I think there's walkways, right? Are there walkways? Jast is kind of like its own little archipelago. There are various little pathways that are mostly flooded, uh, but there are some islands here and there. You could walk from where you are. It would probably take about 10, 15 minutes just because of how difficult the terrain would be. You would get pretty wet. Like, it wouldn't be fun. You might have to do, like, a little bit of wading here and there. But yeah, you could get there. Yeah, I don't because it would it be too suspicious for us to take the boat. Let's just if we can walk, we should walk because uh, that's less, as you said, yeah. less visible. Yeah. To describe just the scene right now, the boat is being unloaded. Uh, this is the last boat. The entryway gate has closed behind it. Most of the visibility that you have inside Jast now is from those overhead lights, um, and all of you do know that there is a guard on every side of the perimeter. Yeah, let's let's sneak on. To, let's do our best sneaking and move on to this animal boat. Because I think what we could do is we could go into, we could kind of hack the boat and maybe find out where the boat's been, and that's how we could figure out right which Smart. one Yuri's is. TK also has some info about which one is likely Yuri's, and so you can make an educated guess once you're on the boat and you've sort of accessed some of its. Yeah, like mm-hmm. internal internal data. You feel pretty confident that you know you could figure out which one is which. All right, drunken animals, let's go. So Lux, you are in possession of the information as far as what the team is going to do. What's right. what's your what's your plan? I 
want to go check out the foundry, but I'm thinking there could be an opportunity to ask one of the guards um, which boat came in last, um, which of the big boats came in last. That would be most likely the the boat that would be Yuri's. I go back into the room with the guy at the guard, the guy at the terminal, and I see if I could try my hand at seeing if I could figure that out from him. He's sort of idly uh, looking at the computer screen, sort of half operating. It seems like the crane thing kind of takes care of itself. It's like, you know, some rust bucket AI that just kind of runs itself. Hey, what's up, motherfucker? Hey, um, can you uh, turn the lights on on that last boat, that big boat that we just um, we just got in? Uh, can you turn some spotlights on it? I think I heard a piece of scrap crack one of the windows. Which boat are you in? The last one. The last one that we got in. That we. Uh, the last we one. The last That's one. a bay number. Um, is that five? Are you on five? Yeah, yeah. If you could just quickly turn the spot on, I just want to double check to make sure that it wasn't damaged. Click, 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 and you hear the hum of big fluorescent lamps come on. And I look out and I see if I could see it from my vantage point. Can I? You want to know whether or not the lights have turned on on the, the drunken animal's boat. Or the other one. Like, which one, you know, I just want to see, A, if I could see the boat that now has lights on it, so that I could tell that to the team. I'm going to I'm gonna confer with the other half of the universe. Do we, Hello. Do we, do we think... We think that... I made turtles! <laughs> <laughs> and toothpicks! And time! <laughs> You're so accomplished, other half of the universe. I got all the teas! I've... I've... <laughs> I've only done escalators, the ocean, and fjords. I invented trimesters, <laughs> toucans. Oh, I love toucans. You're welcome. Um, what do we? What do we? What's going on here? So, is this? We think that there's like uh, we we have other distributed lights throughout the. I was reckoning that there are probably some floodlights. Okay. On the general circuit. Got it. Yeah, for when they have to do shit outside at And night. it's like in a specific place. They're like light up on post. Like yeah. Light up grid, whatever. Like B nine. Yeah, like big old floodlights on a post. Okay, great. All right, cool. I just wanted to understand. Is that, did I, I fuck up? No, it's fine. Okay. No, I just, I wanted to understand what you were imagining so that I don't fuck <laughs> you up. Okay. So yeah, what you see from your vantage point and what the rest of you uh, sort of half see from your obscured vantage points as you climb through the muck and metal of Jast Reclamation um, is, in fact, the boat that has the animals on it uh, does have one very large, very bright tungsten colored light shining on it. So I peek my head back in the thing, and I'm like, oh, nope, it's okay, you could turn it off, thanks. And then I pop out of the room. I think he's a little suspicious about that. And looking I, for somebody. What's that? Are we looking for somebody out there? You see something out there? No, no, I, I heard a piece of... You, you know, feel okay? No, I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for medicine. If you, if you it, uh, see a you little... You know what's going to happen if Jess... <laughs> I mean... I know, I know. Do you know where he is? I don't want to... What time is it? It's, uh, I think it's like 7.35 or something. He's probably eating dinner. Where is he? Where is he eating right now? Where he always eats? I thought he always eaten the same place too. But anyway, if you don't know, it doesn't matter. I just don't want to piss him off. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it, man. Go back to sleep. You go. Look, I work double shifts for a week that you put me on. I didn't mean it. And you're giving me smart ass lip. I didn't mean about it. falling asleep when nothing's going on. It's seven thirty at night. I've been working here since four thirty in the morning. I didn't mean it. I apologize. I'm not feeling well. My stomach is really acting up. If you see a little bo a little orange bottle that says Balto on it, please. Your uh, medicine has your first name, just your first name on it? Doesn't Did matter. you write it? No, I didn't write my is name on it. Is it fun drugs? Uh, Balto, if you could, <laughs> Balto slash Lux, uh, if you could just please roll straight charisma. Uh, and I'm going to say that this is going to be contested by uh, Will plus Logic. 
Will plus logic. Three. Okay. You have just barely come out in this contest, and the guard that you are talking to is irritated with you, but is going to take no no drastic actions like speaking to the boss directly. I mean, I apologize. I'm... <laughs> Excuse me. If you're sick, you should go home. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I just say that through the door, and I walk away. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> shouting on a, through a door you just closed. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, so at this moment, the crane that is unloading the barge finishes its job, uh, and another horn sounds. And then nothing happens because there's no one on that boat. I tell the team that the last boat that we got in is, in fact, the animal boat, meaning I believe that it is most likely that is Yuri's boat. We say cool. (laughs) Okay, well, let's just double check that before we start trying to steal this boat. I don't even know how we're going to steal this boat. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, Gabe, is, Gabe, is, Gabe is with you. Gabe is, Gabe is on your trail. He is yeah, I'm like, quietly I'm, following her along. I know I know that you've been telling me this guy Gabe's going to steal this boat, but I don't know. It's pretty big. Uh, Gabe, can you, uh, Lux here, can you, can, can you pilot the tugboat out uh, remotely? No. Because um, I just I just got a uh, announcement that that boat is done being unloaded and when it needs to leave, or people are going to start getting suspicious. Uh, those of you who are around him see him sort of like zone out, look into the distance for a second, and his fingers twitch a little bit. And he's like, "No, I can't. I can't get back into it." There's I don't know. Maybe it's the maybe it's the foundry or something. It's just the noise is really really high here, and getting a wireless connection is is really hard. If they search the boat, they'll find the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guard uh, that is guarding the front, the front guard, the guard that is guarding the front, the front guard uh, at the front of Jast. Is this the guy on the catwalk? <laughs> no. Um, or the guy in the control room? Yeah. So the guy, the guy in the control room starts shouting that the person who is captaining the tugboat needs to move the barge out. Maybe we come like to Lux and we say, hey, that guy's not going to be able to drive him out. We Can you tell him you'll go take care of it? Yep. Maybe make a distraction? Yep. Yeah, Lux uses Balto's comlink to say to the guy um, at the terminal, "What the hell's going on with that? With the with the last tug? How do you call the guy in the, t- the yeah. in, in the control room? I'm gonna I'm gonna make you roll logic. Oh right, to say that like maybe you got lucky and you could you could figure out what his name is. Oh right, maybe like if he's got a tag or something. Yeah, on. didn't Balto have a tag on? Uh, I think he did. I don't remember. I don't remember. Balto had a name tag on. Let's say you're going to okay. roll logic, and that's going to basically determine that you were able to put together enough <sighs> incidental details that you can flip through the few people that are that are in Balto's. I could say it to everyone. You know, I could. It could just be an open channel the, thing to the, the group whole chat. team to the group chat, like the team. I got one. Uh, yeah, you see five names that are, aside from his family's names, the most recently called or messaged. Mm-hmm. They are Nike Bolton, Maria Filter Bags, one word that just says prototype, Kali Hidalgo, and Aninda Biggums. Uh, so, Taylor, do you know which one? Uh-huh. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. I, didn't even, I didn't even check to see what the gender of, of is the person. Oh. <laughs> so vague now. I'm looking back. I can't. Uh, you can I can I use my photographic memory to see what the general look and of this person who was at the terminal yeah, was? Yeah, the, per, the person uh, codes as male. 
Okay, the person codes as male. Okay, so um, I just say... Ananda Biggums. I just say... Ananda, Ananda Biggums. Guys, I don't know what the hell is going on with the that Doug, but I'm going to go check it out. You message everyone on that... Th you message all those five names? No, I just <laughs> message Nike. You taking care of the Tug? You doing Tug? Yeah, I'm going to go check out... Hey. I'm sorry I snapped at you earlier in the control room. I should apologize. You know what? You've been you've I've been working you really hard and you Thank know, you for saying that. Uh it, it it's been tough around here. We know that. <laughs> oh uh, man, preaching uh, to the choir. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, I we'll have a drink after after tonight, all right? Uh sometime a bit later. <laughs> you know I don't drink. I know you don't, but I meant uh, kind of a tea. <laughs> like I make a tea. My wife makes this tea she's got into oh it. So <laughs> but anyway, we'll uh, I'm going to go Getting on the jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> so you're actually, I mean, you're pretty close. You could use the jet ski to get on the tugboat, but you could also, you could also just sort of jump from the side of where the like docks are. But either way, you want to just get on the tugboat. Yeah, I'm going to get on the tugboat, actually. Yeah, he's drunk again. I'm, let me get him up and get him some water. We'll, we'll get him out of here in no time. I say that on the comm to Nike. Okay. Yeah, whatever you want, boss. So what I just feel like I've done is I bought some time. Yeah. Um, I'm not obviously going to touch this man who's under the, the effects of this drug. Well, that, I mean, you're going to have to. There's uh, a strength test in here for you to even open the door that he's trapped behind. So. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to touch him or do anything with okay. him. I, I want to. I want to leave him passed out in the thing. I, I actually, yeah. Um, I'm just buying time for nobody else to come check out this tugboat. Is okay. all. I, is all I'm doing right now. Okay. Great. Yep. That's happening. As this has progressed, um, I'm going to say. Can everybody roll agility for me? Me too. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, just Ooh. TK, Viv, and Lash. My agility is three. I only have three. I think most of you are going to be fine. I'm just trying to figure out whether or not you have gotten to the, like, whether or not the time works out. I've got oh, two. two. Hits. Oh boy, one hit. I'm going to roll for Gabe just, uh, just for fun. <laughs> He's probably going to do all right. Yeah, he does fine. You all make it to the drunken animal's boat. And luckily there is actually uh, a ladder uh, that is slung over the side. It is in the water. So, you know, Jast is a very, very big place. And uh, it actually is in a channel that's wide enough to support one whole 250 foot long boat. Uh, so you guys have like really, you've gone on a walk. You have crossed a lot of uh, very dangerous material. Um, you are all wet up to your armpits. Uh, and you're all kind of dirty and covered in rust. But... Uh, but you made it, and you're now all on this boat. The boat has seen better days. It is very dirty on the inside. Uh, there is a really deep collection of liquor bottles and fast food packets. Uh, there's even, you can see a bunch of uh, streamers and confetti everywhere. Uh, everything is covered in a, in a fine layer of, of dust and grime. You can see that there are, uh, like, party flags uh, and posters up all over the place. It seems like this boat has done a tour of duty or two as a as a party boat. Gabriel doesn't say anything and just heads to the front, uh, sort of instinctively heading towards uh, where he thinks the control center will be. TK follows and gets his deck ready. Okay. We, we also follow? Yeah, Viv follows last and the water spirit sort of uh, is a trickle. Like at the entrance. So I think what I'm gonna do. Uh, have we have we made it to the the bridge yet? So yeah, as you all sort of get your bearings on this boat, you see Gabriel pacing back and forth along a bunch of the hallways, going in and out of rooms, opening up panels um, throughout the hallways. Pulls a little multi tool out of his pocket and like fiddles with some things. You see some sparks fly here and there. He heads back up to the bridge. 
and swears a little bit. Gabriel, you never swear. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, hold on. Yeah, it's just, it's been sitting a little bit longer than I thought it would. Uh, I just, I need to fix one more thing, and I know, I think I know exactly where it is. Back at the front of Jast. Lux, Balto's calm. In your ear, in your hand? In my ear. In your ear, you feel it vibrate. There's an incoming call. I pick it up. Hey, um, uh, Mr. Cuddle, uh, I'm here with Mr. Columnar, who has some questions he'd like me to ask you about the tugboat. Who? Uh, you hear in his voice an extreme tension, and even through the line, you can feel a bassier, heavier presence in the room. Could be a larger person's breath. It could be just the feeling that's coming in, the spaces between the words from Nike Bolton. Mr. Columnar says that it's very unusual for this vendor to um, be inadequate in any uh, way, way, um, and he'd like a report from you right now, Balto. Yeah, he's uh, he's not feeling well. He's in the bathroom right now. I'm trying to get him out to get this old hunk of junk out of here. Since that is not technically a lie, I'm not going to make your roll for it. Um, Mr. Columnar suggests that you pilot the tugboat to the predetermined space. You want me to do this guy's job for him? You, uh, uh, you hear uh, Nike Bolton suck air through his teeth. Uh, <clears throat> Balto, uh, you're on uh, speaker okay. right now. We can all hey. hear you. Hey, Mr. Kalminar, um I apologize for this, but the only thing I'm worried about is liability here. If I pilot this guy's tugboat and hit something or get a ding in it, is this guy going to sue us into the Middle Ages. Support us on Patreon to hear all of the all of the background information on the legal system <laughs> of New York in 2101 in the Shadowrun universe. Tugboat Liability. Tugboat Liability. Episode 48, Tugboat Liability, yeah. Maritime Edition. In a previous game, I made Taylor's character write emails. <laughs> this is true. I had to write actual emails uh, as the game. It was the most bitter I've ever been in a DM. <clears throat> There's a pause on the other end of the line, uh, Lux. Uh, you get the impression that this is not usually how the conversation goes. And you hear from a little further back from whatever speaker uh, Nike is using. Return. Uh, I'm sorry. Balto, you there? I, I'm, I, maybe my calm glitch. I, I, I could barely hear what, what was Mr. said. Mr. Colton wants you to return. Okay. To uh, the control room here. Will do. Do you want me to still take the tugboat out, sir? Uh, Balto, uh, he's going out to meet you on the uh, on the docks there. Okay. So, do you, did you get the feeling that he wanted uh, me to still pilot the tugboat out, or just to? Buddy, good luck. <laughs> and he hangs up. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Oh um, my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Lux. Back on the party barge, you see Gabriel do another round of whizzing around, and he actually spends a lot of his time in front of the heads-up display um, at uh, at the, the bridge of the boat. And uh, after some, some wild gesticulating, sticking his whole uh, upper torso um, underneath a sort of cabinet with like a bunch of wires uh, sticking out of it, you, you hear the boat roar to life. Do we even know if this is the right boat? Well, we can use computers now. Now it's on. Now it's on. So you can check. (laughs) Mm. When the boat comes on, it does start playing some party techno. (laughs) And and you do actually hear 
uh, there's like a, a the, the whole thing has been wired for sound, uh, and you do actually hear like an onboard AI sell, say, "Well, howdy, partners! Welcome to the party barge." Viv is horrified and puts her fingers in her ears. TK's like, oh, I'm in the zone now. <laughs> I think what I want to do is we're trying to figure out uh, where it's been, right? And it, this, I presumably the boat doesn't want me finding out where it's been. I'm going to try and mark this boat. Sure. Uh, so in your heads-up display, uh, sort of looking around the boat on um, your AR, you see that there are a bunch of animated drunken animals that are plastered against all the walls. It's like the walls are covered in a really bad Adult Swim cartoon, uh, and there's just all of these uh, very inebriated cartoon animals around you, uh, and everything is bubble letters and zebra patterned and leopard patterned, and yeah. It oh, really I love is, that. really is a party barge. Good party barge. Okay. So as uh, as you're sort of getting your bearings, you hear the AI click on again, and um, and it goes, whatever music you want to listen to, partner, you just let us know. You just speak into a terminal, and we'll play your favorite. And you, uh, Gabriel, like pulling wires out of one of the panels, um, looking frustrated, and he adjusts a dial that he's found, uh, and then it goes, Yar, welcome to the party barge. <laughs> <laughs> He he looks he looks equally disgusted. I like that he's changing the aesthetics. <laughs> uh, the lights the lights also uh, uh, start start slowly blinking on and off and changing color. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll for the system right now. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> the sea of animated animals parts in front of you uh, oh, as you look through your AR uh, interface. Um, and uh, your your one mark seems to have defeated all security. Uh, and this this party barge is ready for you to party. Uh, TK starts fist pumping in time with the music. Yeah. Change um, the change the avatar, change the voice, change the setting, whatever it takes. No, no, no. TK loves it. No, no. Yeah. Oh God. I'm proud to let you pilot the party barge. I look around and I say, what? Looking for some booty. This oh, no, no. You've come to the right place, matey. Uh, the, <laughs> the water spirit uh, heard it and just sort of uh, starts floating outside the window looking for TK. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Gabriel again pulls at some wires and turns a dial, uh, and the voice goes, Sad is. Welcome to the party bar. <laughs> Uh, so I guess let's. I'm gonna do a, a, a search to see where this boat has been. Do it up. Yeah, just roll it for me. Yeah. Um, Peter plus intuition. Okay, that is two hits. I'm gonna see. That's probably you okay. Compare the manifests that you have and the journey documents that you've scoured from public records with the locations that you find um, in the system of this boat, and you are certain that this is Yuri's boat. Yes. Uh, so I radio. Uh, <laughs> I guess the, radio. the voice goes, whatever, dude. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll radio Lux and be like, uh, bird one to bird two. Bird one to bird two, come in. Cut back to <laughs> the uh, entrance of Jast. Lux, are you still on the tugboat? Yes, I am. I get back on my comm and I tell Nike, tell Mr. As you start to say this, uh -oh. a very large man comes into view. 
Um, I run to the bathroom. Um, can the large man see me? Um, I he will... can see the tugboat. He's standing on the dock. Okay. Um, do you want to describe what he looks like, Taylor? Jast columnar. Six feet tall, long, wavy, raven black hair. <clears throat> he is wearing leather pants and a leather vest. His hands and forearms are scarred almost beyond recognition. Cuts and burns obscure all his original flesh. In the center of his chest, there's a large black tattoo of a pentagram covered in chthonic and hermetic sigils and signs. He seems to have no implants. He carries no device except for a pair of black whole eye contact lenses, which he's wearing, and an enormous throwback revolver on his hip. He sees me? Yes. Um, I motion for him to come, and then I turn towards the bathroom, and I yell at the bathroom, What are you doing? Put down that gun! As to make it seem as though the pilot of this, uh, the captain of this ship has a gun. I then run towards the bathroom and open it. Um, uh, so we get it. There's two tests in yeah. here. Yeah. Um, uh, one you're not. One you're not going to know the result of. I'm just going to make okay. you roll it, and then the other one you're going to know the result of. So okay. the first is uh, just to do a uh, just do a charisma, um, or I guess a con, I guess a con. It would be a con. I guess a con. Yeah. One question I have: is, Does he get our con message? Yes. Well, yeah. Before this is happening, uh, I'm going to say that he gets it like right now. So he knows, uh, I hear bird, bird one to bird two. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Okay. <laughs> All right. Verse 12. Three. Okay. The next is you got to do a strength test to open that door. Okay. Um, I have two strength. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Okay. So yeah. you could do it. Let's just hope I get it. Hit or no? <laughs> um, and unfortunately, that is a that is a uh, you have glitched. A glitch. Oh boy! Oh my god! With the force of conviction that you summon from your deepest mm -hmm. center, knowing that this is going to be a tough challenge for you, you really lean into trying to open this door because you know TK's strong. You know TK's got a real a real serious punch. You heard through the com he. Punch the door closed. Punch the door closed. Trap the guy in here. <laughs> so you really put everything you have into trying to grab the smallest little edge of door that's sticking out. And you wrench back, and it's just not enough. And your fingers slip off of the door, and you fall, and you hit your head on the wall behind you. And you, f you feel fine, except the mask that's enveloping your head. Oh, no. <sighs> Feels quite misshapen. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. Our first glitch. I, I, I feel up towards my head and I make a decision about whether or not this will work or not. Um, you, you do not know. You can't tell. And I cannot tell. Um, at this point, I I yell uh, to Kalimnar, he's got up. I, I think he's got a he's got a, a poison vial or an injection something I don't know what he's done he's locked himself in the bathroom I yell that out and then I take off running through the back like just to get to the other side of the tugboat um, so that I could be on the opposite side of the tugboat from Kalimnar 
So you are running towards the back of the tugboat. I'm running towards, towards the back. Oh. Towards the gate, which is now closed. Yes. And the tugboat is moving or stationary? The tugboat uh, has is at the back of the barge, which it has, which it has pushed all the way into mm -hmm. uh, the sort of front area of Jast, which is a big sort of open water zone. Lux is towards the back of the tugboat. If he were to keep going... Further, he would be in the water. Uh -huh. He can see the closed razor wire gate that has just shut. Mm -hmm. And Jast is watching. Is watching from fr the dock. From the dock at the center point where the tugboat meets the, the barge. How far away is Jast on the dock from Lux on the tugboat? You're like 30, 40 feet. 30 or 40 feet? Yeah. That's, as, that's as close as I'm very close you're, then. You're pretty close. Yeah, like you Jast, Jast could jump from the dock onto the front of the tugboat and make it to the back of the tugboat in, if we were in combat, one turn. Jast calls out, Mr. Cuddle, Mr. Cuddle, a word. Is there, is there a fridge on the boat? <laughs> I think there's one in the lounge. So I go and check the fridge to see if there is a cream pie. Yes! Yes! Roll for cream pie! Roll for cream pie! Roll for cream pie! Okay, here's what I will allow. Someone should go into the studio and get two D10s, and if you roll 90 or higher... 90 or higher. We will say that there is some creamy dessert. There's a creamy dessert in the I'll fridge. Get it. Yes. Two okay. D10s? D10s or D20s? You can just two, do a D10. Because mm. <laughs> it's one in oh, ten. Oh, I guess it's true. It's yeah. one in ten. Oh, I have Should to we make it 95 instead? <laughs> what, are the, what are the chances? Your initial ruling sets precedent. Okay. Okay. In fairness, it doesn't Wait, have to so be again, a cream pie. Okay. It could be anything that could cover yeah, my face. Che yeah, cheesecake. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> so if you... So, Similar, shit I've similar to that this is of the one dumbest Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay, so what roll... does a D10 even look like? I don't know uh, what it looks like. It's, it's one of the it's ugliest it's, uh, it's five on each side. Uh, it's See that orange one uh, right there? Nope, the no. one behind it, that one. That's a D10. Roll a D10. Basically, if you roll a zero, then we're going to say that one... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lounge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These bigger boys have little fridges. Two, at the very least. Two. There's a fridge in the lounge. Okay. And man, I really should have made this one in a hundred. <laughs> and three, there's something in that fridge that is viscous enough that you can smear it on your face. Okay. Oh, just say a pie, Mike. <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh, it's a nine. So close. You edge, do remember edge, you... edge, edge, edge. <laughs> I can't burn an edge on a one and ten. You do remember seeing a refrigerator um, in the like around the the bridge when you go and check it out. Um, it's weird. There's just nuts in there. <laughs> can't cover my face in nuts. Uh, well... <laughs> um... Uh... <laughs> You are you are now uh, also closer to Jast. Um, you're gonna have to confront him at some point. I know, I know bird, that. Bird one, um, bird two. <laughs> so I don't know what my face looks like. I know there's no pie, which would have worked. I've done it a hundred times. It always works. Um, 
and I do decide that I could crush the nuts up and mix it with a little <laughs> bit of water and make kind of a, a nut slurry, but that might take too long. So I don't know the condition of my mask. I know I bumped it hard, but I know that my my disguises are pretty durable. So it feels a little lumpy, but orcs are ugly. I have already made it known that I don't feel well. That could have produced some unsightliness to myself. So I go and I take my chances talking to the big man. Also, just going to put it out there. Orcs are ugly. That's fucking racist. <laughs> oh, racist, I, baby. I didn't. I thought I thought in this universe, orcs were ugly. Are they not? Can can they be beautiful? <laughs> I mean, you've met you've met Lash. Lash is he, hot. <laughs> yeah, Lash is clearly hot. Okay, okay, we're we're we're, we're, we're distracting from the. Well, uh, then I know what Balto looks like, and I guess I'm. I didn't mean to be orcist, uh, or racist, or whatever metahumanist. Um, so I apologize for that to everyone. I am gonna go and speak with the big guy, and um, I'm gonna start putting on my real sick face right now. I'm gonna let Jast roll to recognize whether or not you are in fact Balto. Y- your original level was five, correct? Of the disguise, yes. Yeah. So you messed up your mask pretty good. Yeah. And he's gonna need to beat two. <laughs> Jesus. And how many dice are you rolling? Steve's like a lot. A lot. <laughs> oh. oh you're, you're, he's going to really recognize it. <laughs> it would be putting it lightly to say that to Jast Columnar, Balto Cuddle isn't looking like himself. Oh, are you standing on the prow of this tug? Like, what's the. Where are you? So I have just uh, come back from the lounge, which, God bless it, there was a lounge and there was a fridge and there wasn't a pie. But I come back to that, back to the bridge, and I have resigned myself to speaking to Kalimnar, but I don't want to get too close. Um, I want to see if he... I still don't know what he wants, so I, I want to see if he can maybe just... I could just kind of be like... I'm sorry, Mr. Kalinar, let me get this piece of junk out of here kind of a thing. And so I'm going to kind of put on that a little bit and I'm going to kind of hide the side of my face that doesn't look great. Um, and uh, uh, I'm going to see how that goes. Um, so I'm on, I'm in the bridge, like right by the steering wheel, basically. He's on the dock. So what I'm going to say is that there's a door that Jast can see Lux through. And you're probably like 15 feet away. 15 feet, and I can see him straight through the door. And you can tell that he does not look right. Hello. Are you enjoying your bachelorette party? (laughs) Uh, what? Um. You are now leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show and get weird and fun behind-the-scenes tape, other episode extras, or access to our Discord, please head to patreon.com forward slash funcityventures, where you can transfer us some of your hard-earned new yen and help keep this ship afloat.
I'm Bijan Steven and I am TK. Um, you can find me online at Bijan Steven on Twitter, which is B I J A N S T E P H E N, or on Instagram, um, and you should just Google that. I'm Jen De La Vega. I am Viv. You can find me online at Randwitches. That's the word sandwiches, but just replace the S with an R. This is Nick Garcio. I play Lux Scythe. You can find me on Twitter at N G U E R S H um, and Instagram at N Garcio, G U E R C I O. This is Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shodell, S H O D E L L. This is Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad boys. I'm at Taylor.biz. My name is Mike Rignetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Rignetta. You can find the show on Twitter at Fun City Ventures. Fun City was recorded at Fortunate Horse in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It was produced, edited, and sound designed by me, Mike Rignetta. All of the show's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kit, and Kestrel. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. <laughs>